everybody. Welcome to the last episode of our podcast of Let's Just Talk with Jenea. This is officially episode 10, the season finale part two um, of season one. And I'm really excited with this episode because I think that this is going to be a very good cherry on top two over the last few episodes that we've had throughout the season. I'm just talking about so many positive things, so many influential things, and a lot of informative things as well that is very beneficial for everybody. Um, But for this episode, as I did mention last week, um, that we were just going to be talking about the importance of investing for the last episode, Um, and and we were going to break it up into a two-part episode. So part one, we did speak about real estate. Um, And then for part two, we are going to be talking about stocks and the stock market and how that works and all that good stuff. Um, And then with this one, um, I do actually have a really good friend of mine who is pretty much of what I would consider an expert um, with stocks um, for what I've known of for over the last few years. Um, And his name is Troy. Um, He went to the University of Richmond and he's doing a lot of great things right now um, with, again, just keeping... um, the public or any followers that he has on social media up to date with how the financial world of the stock market works, as well as um, currently serving in our nation's um, armed forces, which is highly appreciative. And we do thank you for your service on that one as well, Troy. Um, So I do just want to go ahead and introduce him to this episode and for him to tell us a little bit about himself as well. Okay, cool. Thanks, Shanae. Um, Yeah, so I went to University of Richmond and, you know, there I studied business economics and leadership studies double major. Um, And I really started getting interested in the world of economics and finance in high school when I took like AP economics. um, And I was like, wow, this is like the most interesting stuff ever. It just came pretty naturally to me. So I went to college, studied business. um, And then, you know, while I was studying business, just like learning about finance and learning about stocks and investments just kind of became also like a side hobby of mine. Um, and, you know, fast forward to today, um, I'm a second lieutenant in the Army. Um, I live in Georgia right now, kind of south of Atlanta. Um, and, uh, you know, while, while I'm in the Army, it's like the same thing goes. It's like, you know, stocks and finance. Like when I have free time, it's like that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm researching. Um, and, you know, it's just a subject that's near and dear to my heart. All right, Troy, thank you so much. Um, And again, um, with this one, I definitely just want to have this as a very informative session. So um, as the conversation is going for anybody that is listening, if there are any questions that you guys still have, definitely feel free to reach out to me and I can definitely, you know, forward those questions to Troy or have you guys connect in a way that he'll be able to explain things a little bit better as well if you guys didn't feel like things were, were not covered as well as you needed it to. Um, so basically just kind of going down the same guideline of questions that I had from the real estate episode, bringing it to stocks because they're both very good investments. But with this one, I just kind of want to know why do you personally think it is a great idea to invest in stocks? Like what is, what's the great importance of it? What's... Well, investing in stocks is, is generally the best way to build wealth. And it's like the greatest wealth generator of, you know, our society. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically the reason for that is you take all the companies in America and what's great about those companies and, you know, America is the greatest country in the world for business and how mm-hmm. you benefit from being an American, especially and being in this great country for business is by participating in the stock market. And when you participate in the stock market, essentially what you're doing is you're owning a piece of each of uh, the different businesses that you choose in America. So for example, 
like Apple is one of the greatest companies in the world. It's like the most valuable company in the world. Um, and you know, if you like your iPhone and you like to, um, you know, benefit from actually being able to use that technology and also profit from that technology, you can be a part owner of Apple and kind of reap the rewards of, uh, the great things that they do. Okay, perfect. Um, and then also just kind of leading in with that as well. Um, do you possibly have, um, maybe a important key component for people who want to get started like what's what do you think is possibly the most important first step for those who want to get started especially for those who maybe are in college and don't have the most amount of money um are there any particular companies that you consider looking into or just a great app to use or how do you think people should get started if they would like to get started yeah i mean what's nice about today is that there's a lot of technology that makes investing in stocks a lot easier than it used to be uh, i mean now you can do it on apps and it's like there's no commissions anymore where if you were doing this in like the 1980s or something that you'd usually have to have a lot of money you'd have to call go through a broker the broker charges a lot of fees nowadays you kind of like skip through all that and even if you don't have a lot of money it's still good to um, invest in the stock market because it's the more money that you put away now, the more money that's going to be worth later. So every dollar that you have when you're younger with a longer time horizon is a more important dollar than you have in the future. So say if um, like over the $1 today may be worth the same as 10, like $10 in 10 years. Mm -hmm. So think about it that way. Like even if you don't have a lot of money today, that money to you is still worth a lot more than it would be if you had more money in the future and more investing then. So no matter what money that you can afford, even if it's a little bit, nowadays you can do things like buy fractional shares and stuff. Um, uh, it's, it's a worthwhile adventure. And it's just like, it gets you used to investing in the stock market because your relationship with the stock market, like, I mean, I like to think that I'll probably make more money from the stock market by owning businesses than I will from my actual income over the course of my life. I think that is that might be a possibility for the majority of Americans um, uh, because you're, you're it's like it's it's less work to you and uh -huh. it's like more that you invest like that's like the greatest way to generate wealth over time um, in terms of apps and stuff like I mean Robinhood is great I don't have any like like a lot of people have heard of the Robinhood app um, it's great I use it uh, anyone who tells you that it's not a good app is just um it, they're wrong you know yeah it's, some like sophisticated investors like oh it's like i'm above robin hood no robin hood's a great app they have a great mission and i mean the name robin hood like the reason like it's called robin hood is they're trying to democratize um the financial world um you know how like robin hood would take from the rich and you know give to the poor it's like that company recognizes that the greatest way to even close like things like income inequality is to get everyone invested because the reason why rich people are so rich it's not because they make a lot of more money. It's because they invest a lot of more money than um, people who don't make as much money can afford to do. Exactly. And that's very true. Um, I know I use Robinhood for, <clears throat> excuse me, um, some stocks that I have right now. Um, and I think just for myself, who is somebody who's still getting familiarized with the stock market and how things are working, especially with the coronavirus, for anybody who has investments, we've seen that it's been very painful <laughs> over the last yeah, few weeks sure. to see everything just going down and yeah. red in the numbers and your rates are just going down and people are panicking and, you know, a lot of people want to pull out, but I think this is a great opportunity for people to actually invest more. If I, yeah, if, sure. I mean, if you agree with me on that, honestly, the way I totally. feel just being a business major as well is like, um, just from a financial standpoint, when things are at as low as value is when you should actually invest in it more than just one share. 
And then once, you know, the economy gets back on track, then when your rates start to go up in that particular stock, then you're going to be like, instead of you just fishing to buy one share, you were able to buy like 10, like five or 10 shares. And now you've just like tripled your value on things. Yeah. Um, So that's how I look at it too, as well. I mean, the stock market, yeah, it's definitely sold off a lot. Um, You know, it's sold off about 25%. It's been an extremely volatile week, um, which is, I mean, I mean, the, the world is a very strange place right now with the coronavirus. And there's a lot of uncertainty in the stock market. The one thing that it doesn't like is uncertainty. So it's really hard to price in the economic effects. That's why the stock market's been so volatile because if businesses are shutting down, then that's going to show up in their earnings, which will make the thing that it doesn't like is those businesses less valuable in the future. Um, but we don't really, there's a lot of unknowns. Maybe this coronavirus thing blows over in a few weeks. Maybe it stays around a couple months. So that's why it's been so volatile. But over the long term, especially for young people, the lower evaluation that you invest in the stock market, the greater your long-term return is going to be. So if you're lucky enough to have a job that has like a 401k program or something like that, you know, don't worry, just keep contributing to that, um, whatever investment plan that you're on, because over the long run, like this is a good opportunity, especially for young people, like young people should almost root for the stock market to go lower because that gives you an opportunity to buy prices at a lower price because most of your earning potential is in front of you. Whereas like older people who have all the money, it's like most of their money's in the stock market. So their money's going down, most of their earning potential is behind them. So this is actually a pretty good thing for young people. And if you're not already invested, I think this is a great time to get in. And it's even important to, um, I mean, the reason why you get, I mean, stocks is the, is, is the asset class that returns the, the most over time. Um, they have an annualized return of about 9%. Real estate has an annualized return of about 7%. Um, bonds have an annualized return of around 3%. And I mean, cash nowadays, if you just have your money in the bank account, you're getting, you're going to, I mean, interest rates are going to go down because of this um, uh, recession that we might be headed towards. So, I mean, if you put your money in your bank account, you're probably only going to get 0.05% interest. So it's like you really have to invest in stocks if you're going to save. Right, absolutely. Um, and then also, um, I do just have a question, um, maybe just for myself and other people who are listening, but um, what stocks have you invested in? Like when you first started to invest, because you know, we're just college kids at that time and you know, we're trying to figure it out and it's like, oh, Apple's cool. Like I have iPhones and all that stuff. So like, what do you recommend? Like are some stocks that you've invested in that you think is a great start to investing in? Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of different theories on like what the best way to invest is. And that's like a million dollar question of what exactly to invest in. Um, I mean, most financial planners and stuff would say the best way to invest is to buy an ETF, which is an exchange traded fund. Usually what an ETF is, is say an S&P 500 ETF um, that tracks the 500 largest companies in America. And own, and then you own a little bit of those 500 largest companies. So you buy one thing and with that one thing, you get instant diversification with the 500 largest companies in America. And there's also a whole bunch of different other types of ETFs that you can invest in, or you can invest in individual stocks. Like you can buy Apple, you can buy Microsoft, you can buy Amazon, uh, or you can buy, you know, smaller, riskier companies. But um, I mean, generally, the smaller the company, the riskier it's going to be and the more volatile it's going to be. And the bigger the company, it's going to be a little less volatile, but it might have less upside. Um, But when you're first starting out, I'd say invest in what you know. So if you want to, if you want to do something different than investing in like an ETF or something like that, um, and you think you might be interested in this stuff, like invest in companies that you know. And, you know, that's like the great, a great way to learn. I mean, stock analysis, like you can, like, you can get really into the weeds on this sort of stuff. Um, And also you just have to understand that there's a lot of randomness in the stock market. 
So, I mean, you may pick one thing and it goes up 100% and you're like, wow, I'm so smart. And then you like pick another thing and then it goes down 50 and then like you don't want to get too overconfident and you always have to be very humble when you're like investing in stocks and try to do your research and have the conviction to hold on for a long time. I will tell you, don't invest in penny stocks. Don't invest in things that are like super speculative. I know like the, the lore of like, oh, wow, if I invest in something that's like 50 cents and it goes to like $3, it's a huge return. No, I mean, usually things that are penny stocks, they're penny stocks for reasons because they're not very good businesses. Right. Once in a while, one of those turns around, but it's pretty unlikely. And the chances that you or some random guy who's trying to sell you something knows is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty slim. Right. So I say just stick to investing in businesses that you know and follow and maybe even like use their products. And as you continue to learn, you can... Uh, go from there. But yeah, I, invest, I, I, I recommend people invest in individual stocks to learn. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, because I feel that um, Amazon is a very pretty penny to invest in right now. And I wish I would have known about it when they maybe, well, probably when Amazon first became, um, you know, the, the, its corporation, basically. Yep. I one was of the best stocks young. of all time. Yeah. And it's a nice, pretty penny to get one of those stocks. That's like a loan to take out to invest yeah. in Amazon yeah, right so, now. <laughs> I mean, the share price of Amazon is like $1,700, $1,600 right now. But mm-hmm. with Robinhood and some other stuff that are coming out, they're introducing fractional shares. So you can actually buy, say, if you only have $100 or $50, like you can buy $100 or $50 worth of that company, which is really nice for smaller investors. Uh-huh. Um, it's like, I mean, shelling out $1,700 to buy one stock is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I also do have it where um, basically, I guess, like, are there any, for people who might want to know more about the stock market, like, are there any people, like any books that you've read or any videos that you, like educational videos that you've listened to or watched or Basically, how did you further educate yourself beyond just the classroom with this as well? Yeah, um, you know, I, I use Twitter a lot for finance. I mean, that's not for everyone. I mean, there's that's a lot of like advanced stuff. In terms of books, um, I'd say, so I worked for a company called The Motley Fool before I was in the Army, and they have a book called The Motley Fool Investment Guide, which I think is a really good introductory book to teach you about thinking about stocks as a business as opposed to thinking about stocks as a lottery ticket. After all, you're buying a business, you're not buying a lottery ticket or some like speculative thing. Um, and uh, in terms of videos, there's a couple of good videos online. I think the best is called Everything That You Need To Know About Finance In One Hour. It's by a hedge fund manager named Bill Ackman. Um, and it's actually only 45 minutes long and he kind of takes you through understanding financial statements and what some of the numbers mean. Um, and then if you want to learn more about economics, which is also important, there's a video called The Economic Machine by another hedge fund manager named Ray Dalio. Um, so I recommend those two videos as a good starting point. Um, I think, honestly, like you basically answer like a really good amount of questions. Um, I didn't realize like it actually is not that hard um, with stocks. It's just like you said, it is risky. Um, and you do just have to be very patient as I have had yep. to learn over the last few weeks. It's I, all about, it's all about buying and holding over time. Try yes. to hold your positions as long as possible. And I know it's, it's really painful when stuff goes down. And the reason why that you get a better return in the stock market than you get in any other asset class is because there is volatility. So, I mean, you had someone talk about real estate before and I mean, stocks are generally over the longest term, a better investment than real estate. 
And the reason for that is because you have to deal with the volatility. You have to deal with looking at your portfolio and seeing that one day it's a thousand dollars and then one day it's, you know, $700 or less. Yeah. Uh, with real estate, you don't really have to do that because when the, when the economy goes down, it's not like there's a big ticker on the front of your house that says, you know, the price of your house just went down 13% because that doesn't happen. Um, even though the price of your house may actually have gone down 13%, it's just like that uh, kind of cognitive um, bias of like getting those constant refreshers of what things are worth um, is you get a premium for that. Uh, you get a premium for holding on to that volatility. Um, the other big difference between real estate and stocks is that in real estate, you just use a lot of leverage. So you take out a big loan, which is risky in itself. And then with that big loan to buy a house, um, that basically leverages up the return. So you actually, in some sense, it can be more risky because you're actually loaning a lot of money to buy something. Whereas you can also loan money to buy stocks, um, but because of the volatility, that, that's even riskier. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I'm actually, um, as you were talking, I was pulling up my Robinhood app. And as you can see, it's a lot of more green today yeah. than what it was red. <laughs> so I'm actually a little bit excited about that. But um, I think that's just a quick reminder for me to um, put more, buy yep. more shares in things before it, it gets a little bit too happily green where I feel like I can't invest right now. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be really volatile if you look at investing in the next couple of weeks. And I mean, when, when you're in a bear market, meaning a market that's going down, um, there's a, because of the uncertainty, some days are going to feel really, really bad. Like, for example, on Thursday, um, the stock market was down 8%. And then on Friday, it was up 8%. And because like, investors don't really know how to process all this information, like, is this going to be bad? How long is the coronavirus going to stay around? So you're going to see a lot of volatility both down and up. So don't be surprised if stocks go down 10% or don't be surprised if they go back up 10%. It's just going to be a really volatile time. But in the long run, a little bit and try to go in and out of stocks. I think it's really hard to resist that temptation. And, you know, even I do it sometimes. And I say, go ahead. I mean, it, it'll teach you something. It'll teach you. I mean, you may, it's like, it's hard to be humble about stocks until you lose money. And when you lose money, then you'll learn to be more humble uh, and then hopefully you'll buy and hold a little bit more. Absolutely. Cause I'm looking today and I'm just like, yeah, I definitely need to put the pedal to the metal um, to invest. Yeah. Cause Amazon and Google, actually, I didn't even realize how much Google stocks were as well. Um, I would say Apple actually is a lot more in range of like just one share is about $273 um, dollars and 50 cents right now, just of yeah. right now. Right. Um, and, and it went up um, $29 today, which was um, 12%. It went up 12% so far, just as of today. Um, but over the last few hours, it has went down um, $4. Yep. So, and I will say, um, even like stuff like Bitcoin and stuff, I'm not opposed to people investing in that either. And with, with Bitcoin, you can invest in that with Robinhood too. Um, and you can buy you know, as much or as little as you want. There's no share price that's associated with that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually good to know because I actually never knew that, to be honest with you. Yep. I never knew that. So if I just so happily, just to, for fun, like wanted to put a dollar in, can I put a dollar in if I want to? Yeah, you can put a dollar in. Yep. That's weird. I never knew that. Okay. Well, see, you learn something new every day. This is why we have these conversations. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think um, that was definitely a great um, synopsis of just kind of talking about how the stock market works and um, just kind of getting an idea for people who really don't know too much about it. Um, I know that um, I have a, I have an, um, like an associate like stock plan 
um, at the company that I work with where basically they would like, just how I'm investing in 401k, I take yep. a percentage out and I'll invest it in like my E-Trade account and yep. they will actually match my investment with their rate as well, depending on how much I'm putting in. So I think I have mine at like 3%. So they match that and they put in like 6%, which is free money. You should always do that. It's free money. Like think about that as 100% return every time you do it. You're basically yeah. doubling your money with those percents that they're willing to match. You know. Yeah, especially with the 401k at my job too. Like they match how much we put in right. and that's free money in an investment. Yep. Um, and then it's not like, you know, you can't nowadays, I don't know how it was back then, for, but for me, I know that, um, a lot of people actually have been smart with their 401k with using their 401k as investments to yep. of greater value. So their 401k might be $40,000, but they took it out and invested it into something else. And now out of the 40,000 they had, now they have something of value of like $200,000. Yep. Over it's compound interest for you. Like over time, you're going to, it's going to keep on, keep on going. So just keep investing in your 401ks. And if you have for another retirement account that I should mention is a Roth IRA. So if you have money that's like left over, but you want to save it for retirement, a Roth IRA, you can take your income, you can put it in your Roth IRA. Um, and then it's a retirement account. So when you're 59 and a half, then you can take all the money that you put out for free. So, I mean, honestly, if you put in the, even like a thousand dollars today, it's probably likely that that's going to be worth, I don't know, let's say $80,000 by the time you're 59. And then that all that income from 1000 to 80000 is going to be tax-free, which is huge. So, but you got to wait a long time for that. So if, right. you, if you don't want to get there yet, you can just, I recommend just starting with Robinhood and you know, getting your feet wet. Absolutely. All right, Troy, well, I definitely do um, appreciate, you know, your time out of your busy schedule of basically having the conversation about stocks. Um, again, it's not like, as busy anymore now that there's all this quarantine stuff. Going. I know. I, I was about to say, I can only imagine what it's like right now. Um, with I'm, the not, I'm not allowed to leave uh, fit within 50 miles of uh, where I'm stationed. <laughs> oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy here back in Richmond, too. So hopefully you have your room set up or your place set up where at least you're quarantined comfortable, yeah. <laughs> the best way I can put it. But um, yeah, I definitely do appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation and recording this episode. Um, again, it is my very last episode. Um, it's bittersweet, um, but I think this was definitely a great way. And I definitely enjoyed this conversation as well of ending it like this as well. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Janam. Absolutely. Um, and then for all the listeners um, listening to this last episode, um, I really do appreciate everybody who has stuck with me um, over the last few months now, just, you know, following along, being inspired. Um, being knowledgeable, open-minded to all the different topics that we had and all the amazing guests that we've had up until this point. Um, it definitely was highly appreciative of everybody who was able to be a part of this in some way, rather if you followed, subscribed, um, shared, um, joined as a guest, you know, put input into new topics, like everything that everybody had in this whole project has been highly appreciated. And I could not have done this without any of you guys. Um, so definitely a pat on the back to everybody and definitely a pat on the back to myself because um, people don't realize that doing a podcast is, it's a lot of work, a lot of editing, a lot of recording, a lot of talking, a lot of headaches. Um, but it's for the greater good of not just myself, but for everybody. Um, so I hope you guys continue to keep listening and replaying of season one. 
um, of Let's Just Talk with Jenea. And then I hope you guys do stick around for maybe some pop-up episodes throughout the year as things um, continue to happen. Um, and then as we will eventually spin off into season two later into the year. Um, so again, Troy, highly appreciate your time. Everybody, I really appreciate you listening and sticking around. Everybody, as I would always say, have a great evening and have a great day. Peace.